Yes, it's Monday, and by now we all know what that means, don't we? It's not just the day after Sunday, it's not just the day before Tuesday. What it is, is it's a chance for us all to get together, not like literally, because we couldn't hire a hall big enough. Well, we could, but we're not going to. What we're going to do instead is we're going to listen to me talk to you about ghosts. I don't know why I've done that accent. Anyway, that's the point of the show. If you're new to the show, you've probably already turned off, so bye. And if you're not, then thank you for staying around, as you always do, you wonderful, beautiful, and dare I say, sexy people. So what have we got in store for today? All the usual madness. <laughs> e, how quirky did that sound? Always oh, a shock jock. All the usual madness and quirkiness. Ooh, squirting water out of a bow tie. None of that. Anyway, but we do have all the usual stuff. We're going to say thank you to our wonderful Patreons via the medium of song. We're then going to have a paranormal review where I review something which is paranormal so that you don't have to. And then, of course, we'll have your true paranormal experiences, which will be read out by moi, me. Hello. Hello, I'm Kev. And then after that, we'll visit the dark and dingy yet beautiful and very fragrant corner, which is owned by Becca, where she does nothing but plough through the fields of Reddit all day, every day, trying to find something paranormal to scare us all with. And again, if you hear anything squeaky... It's not my bowels, it's me heel on this chair. I need a new chair. Or I need to stop wearing leather heels. Leather heels? Rubber heels. Against a metal chair. Footrest thingy. Because it will squeak. I've learnt this. It will squeak. Or I should WD-40 my feet. Anyway, let's move quickly on and say a huge thank you to our wonderful newest Patreons. Now, when you sign up to Patreon, I know what you're all asking. What do we get, Kev? That's what you're all asking in a Scouse accent, just like me. Well, what you get is several things. You get, well, you don't, you get two. Every week you get two additional episodes for Patreons only. Yes, you do. One of which is a ramble. And this week's ramble went on for three quarters of a bastard hour. Of me, just rambling, yeah. And then on a weekend, normally a Sunday, me and Becca will sit down and we'll discuss something paranormal. Yes, we will. Last weekend, well, yesterday, in fact, it was... Asian ghosts, and um, or should we say the ghosts of Asia, like the Pontiac? I can't say it's not Pontiac. That's a car. Pontiac, Pontiac, the ghosts of Asia. Anyway, it was good. It was good. We learned quite a lot. We learned that they all don't live in trees, which was suggested on Reddit last week. Anywho, so that's what you get. You get there's about three hundred hours worth genuinely of additional content. So if you like some scouse idiot rambling through your ears, then why not sign up? Yes, three hundred hours. I mean, how many days is that non-stop listening? Well, you do the math because I can't. It's over fifteen solid days without sleep of listening to me. God, that drive you mad. Quite literally. Anywho, if you'd like to do that, head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And that's where you can do it. Just like the following wonderful Patreons have. The guitar is well and truly out. And if you wanted evidence, there you go. It's out. And we need to say a big thank you to the following three people. Killian, Lindsay Colbeck and Amy B. And this song is for you. Killian, Amy B, Killian and Amy B, sign up to the Patreon, they're gonna get two shows a week, then we got Lindsay Colbeck, she's gonna get those shows as well, so why don't you join them and get 50 non-stop days of hell. 
That was a E minor. No, it was an E7. There was no minor about it, but it's capoed on the third. And when I say 15 non-stop days of hell, I mean, that's for me. You might enjoy it, but I would suggest you get some sleep in between episodes. Anyway, if it floats your boat, you know, if it keeps the boat above the surface of the water. Why am I talking like this? It's a rain, isn't it? Anyway, go over to patreon.com. We need to talk about ghosts. We need to talk about ghosts. You don't have to do any cockney tapping or anything. Just go over and try it. You might like it. Yes, it's time in proceedings for a paranormal review where I review something paranormal so you don't have to do it for yourself because, let's be honest, that would be insane. Anyway, today we're going to review... um, It's a podcast, right? But I think it's a podcast network, which is a podcast. I know that doesn't make much sense, but bear with me, okay? So the podcast that you'd search for is Paranormal UK Radio Network, so you can see why I'm confused. Now, within this podcast... So, you know, like the way, like, this, you're listening to me now because you've searched for or you've added, we need to talk about ghosts, and therefore when a new episode comes out, you hear it and we're all good. Well, this, you search for Paranormal UK Radio Network and you will hear shows. And I know you may be thinking, yes, Kevin, we're fully aware of how podcasts work. My point being, these aren't individual shows. It's a host of shows within this network. I don't... It's hard to describe, really, but they release shows kind of daily. Well, they do release shows daily, more or less. But different shows by different hosts, all as part of this network. So it's a little bit confusing. But I like to think of it like a sweet shop. And the reason I like to think of it as a sweet shop is because within the content they put out each and every week... There are some genuine two-thumbs-up-to-the-sky shows, right? And everything is subjective in terms of podcasting, I think. Some people love certain stuff. Some people hate certain stuff. Some people love the dark paranormal that I do. Some people hate we need to talk about ghosts, which I do, which, you know, fair enough. Because everyone likes different things, don't they? And because there's so many different shows they put out under this one podcast banner, there will be some shows, as I find, that I'm like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. I won't name them because I'd never slag off another podcast. But, like, you know, it will lure you in with a title like, um, I don't know, Demons and their Havoc They Can Wreak. They Can Wreak. Well, I suppose they did wreak havoc, yeah. Demons and the Havoc They Can Wreak. And I'll be like, into this, press play. And it's four people going like, Hey, I've just done a fart. And play a fart noise. And you're like, this is... And it's on for three hours. And you're like, when you, when do you get to the demons? And it's just, you know, it's a bit... Anyway. But then there'll be another show. And there'll be a very well-spoken person who will be like, um, very well-educated on a paranormal topic. And you could listen for hours to them. So it's a bit like a sweet shop. So what I would suggest you do, if you have an interest in finding out about this podcast, is search for it, okay? The name, again, I will give you is Paranormal UK Radio Network. Have a search. Go through some of the shows. You will definitely find one that you like. It is like a sweet shop. You'll find something where you're like, you know what, that was good. Um, And therefore, that person puts out an episode every week or every fortnight. And, you know, all well and good. There are some on there you'll fucking hate. I'll tell you the truth. I do. But it's okay. 
That's okay. You might like them. But um, yeah. So this week's review is for this network within a podcast, which is bizarre. But check it out because some of the stuff you will like. So my review for the Paranormal UK Radio Network, which is a podcast within itself, anyway, is two thumbs out. Not up, not down, because we'd never slag off a podcast, although I've just said I fucking hate some of them, but I've I've not named them. Not named them. No, no, no. Um, And some of them I think are fantastic. Not going to name them either, because, you know, uh, it's uh, for your own judgment. I would never send you into a sweet shop and say, I fucking hate that sweet shop because it sells Mars bars, and I hate Mars bars, because you might be like, I like Mars bars. And the Americans are thinking, what's a Mars bar? Just pretend it's a snicker with no nuts. Anyway. So, yeah, do check it out. Two thumbs right out. Not up, not down, but still two thumbs. Hooray! It's time for my favourite part of the week. And, yes, I say that each and every week and for each and every segment. But I truly mean it for this one. Because we get to listen to your true paranormal experiences. And, weirdly, the last few weeks have been very Australia-centric. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? We've had everything from Tassie to Oz. Anyway, this is going to continue because this is an email from Oz. And it's from a lady who writes, Hope this lands safe from Oz. I told you. Didn't I tell you it was from Oz? I'm not very tech savvy. Please excuse any mistakes. And then a laughing emoji. Now, in my eyes, if you're doing a laughing emoji, you are quite tech savvy. So don't put yourself down, madam. Anyway, my story's about the stone man. I don't know what the stone man is, but we're going to learn together. Just call me Brig. Okay, Brig. Will do. I'm a young 61-year-old Yorkshire lass. I can't say Yorkshire lass. Yorkshire lass. Living in Australia for the last 13 years. That's interesting. Um, I bet you don't go on to tell me why you've moved, but I'd love to know. I do have lots to tell, but this was by far the worst for me as a child growing up. Our houses were new ones built on a brand new estate so not the old, creepy Victorian terraced ones. A teacher at school once said our new homes had been built on an old tip and marshland, so this may be where the answers lie. I remember being about four or five years old, and mum and dad were going out for the evening, and my cousin was babysitting me and my baby brother. While tucked up in bed for the night, and my brother was in his cot in the bedroom next door, out of nowhere... Heavy footsteps banged down one after the other along the landing. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever it was stopped outside my bedroom. The door flung open and banged against the wall. The room seemed to shake as it came towards my bed. I was literally paralysed with fear. I wanted to scream but didn't for fear of the thing in my room. The footsteps came closer and closer to my bed. Boom, boom, boom. I held on tight to my teddy bear, too scared to breathe or to move. I think I must have passed out from fear, as the next thing I remember is waking up to hear mum and dad coming in laughing from their night out. I jumped to my feet and literally flew down the stairs, not looking at anything around and ran into the arms of mum and dad, sobbing uncontrollably. Mum sent dad upstairs to check only for him to come back down and say, it's probably the cat. He's asleep on your bed. Or it could have been the pipes rattling. It's a new house and things are still settling. We had old lino flooring down, not posh at all, ha ha. 
even I knew then, cats don't wear heavy boots. Most nights going to bed, I would dream of Dad chasing an elf-like creepy gnome with a long white beard on the landing, and he would disappear through the bathroom wall. One night, Dad put me to bed. It was a summer evening as it was still light outside. Dad pulled the covers over me and started to tuck me in. Then, before he finished tucking me in, the covers jumped off me, like a frog jumps. It jumped on my tummy and felt really heavy. I got told off for messing around as I jumped out of bed, but I was crying saying it wasn't me. That house terrified me as a child. I felt like no one was listening to me and it was all in my head. Why didn't anyone believe me? I was a little older and one night one of my cousins had slept over. She'd gone downstairs for breakfast. I was about to get up and just look to the bottom of my bed and it was like a man was being built up with odd-shaped stones. I watched paralysed with fear as he started to build himself up. In the background, I could hear my cousin running up the stairs and as she ran into my bedroom, the stone man crumbled away quickly. The stone man. This was my name for him now. Every time I said there was something scaring me, I was told it's the pipes. I clung on to mum and was always told to bugger off. I hid under the dining table with every noise I heard. I was terrified. I spent most of my childhood being scared and very terrified of storms what with bangs because maybe those thunderclaps reminded me of the footsteps. When I was around nine, Mum said she was exchanging houses with a friend from around the corner. As a child, I honestly felt like a weight had been lifted. I was so happy, and it couldn't come soon enough. Things were about to change for the better for me. But how wrong I was. We moved, and things were great for a while. Me and my brother slept in the same room, and one night we decided to swap beds. From out of nowhere, those heavy footsteps were back on the landing. It opened our bedroom door, came into the bedroom and sat on both of our beds. I felt my bed go down with the weight and thought, it's back. The stone man got up and walked out and shut the door, and then no noise, no footsteps, no anything. We both started crying and screaming and Dad came upstairs and we got told off for making too much noise and for swapping beds. I was devastated. It had followed us. My worst nightmare was back. A few years later, Mum and Dad separated. Me and Dad lived in an almost empty house. I had my bed in the same room as Dad. I was too scared to be on my own at any time in that house. One night we were in our beds and heavy footsteps again came banging down the landing. Our bedroom door opened and threw itself against the wall. The footsteps came into the bedroom once again. Boom, boom, boom. And the room seemed to shake. Now, my dad, who didn't believe in any of this stuff, sat up in his bed and his words to me were, Get under your covers, Brigitta. 
for God's sake, don't look. And that was from my dad. I will never forget those words, or how scared he sounded. Again, I must have passed out as the next thing I know, it's morning. Dad's doing breakfast, and I asked what he'd seen last night. His words to me were, don't worry, it's just the pipes. Those bloody pipes. I knew it wasn't. I wanted to know what the thing was. I left home to join the WRAF in the late 70s, and sadly my dad passed away when he was only 57. I remember the night before dad's passing. I had had a dream of saying goodbye to dad and felt really sad. The following evening, one of the officers who was on duty called to see me at work and told me my dad had died. I was heartbroken. I loved my dad. He was a gentle soul with a huge heart. My dad hadn't felt well on that night and took himself to bed early. I can't help but wonder if he met the stone man again and he made dad have a massive heart attack. I guess I'll never know, but I always think, maybe. I do think whatever it was that was haunting me was maybe someone who died in the marsh that the houses were built on, and maybe that's why he resembled stone. I have more to tell about this stone man and other stories too, and I'll be sure to send the rest to you to read. Would just love to say how much I've enjoyed listening to your podcasts and Becca and TNC. I've seriously listened non-stop to everything as I've been wiring away making wire sculptures. Signing off from a wintry Australia, good day. Oh, sorry, good day. Good night and maybe good evening to you all. Oh, very good. I like the way you've done that there, Brig. You've signed off in every possible time zone there is. But it is winter in Australia. I always forget that because hemispheres and the like. So whilst we're baking in the sun, you're, well, you're still baking in the sun. I mean, an Australian winter is a UK summer, really. Just get snow? I don't think so. Maybe. Anyway, thank you so much, Brig. That was an amazing story. A stone man. Interesting. The idea of it building itself up from tiny stones as well. That's such a, I've never heard that. Never heard anything like that. So that's wonderful. And you say you've got more stories. I want to hear them. The listeners want to hear them. So get your Australian fingers on your Australian keyboard and start Australian writing. I don't know what any of that meant. Basically, send in the rest of your stories. So, I wonder if we'll have a quadruple of Australian experiences next week. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Anyway. Oh, by the way, TNC is the neighbour's cat, for anyone new to the show. And I won't go into the explanation of the neighbour's cat. If you want to know about the neighbour's cat, you'll find out. And soon enough, we'll mention her and why she's called. So, or listen to a past episode. You'll learn all about her. Anyway, it's now time in proceedings to head over to Becca's Reddit Corner. But before we do, we've had an email about last week's Reddit Corner, where, of course, we were talking about an Asian spectre who whispered to... Well, I think they said something to someone on a moped, didn't they? Like, get out of here, or something like that. My point was, they weren't wearing helmets, because, you know, stick by the law, Kev. Um, but then they went on... Someone in the comments section in Reddit went on to say that one of the common ghosts was a head with entrails, which led to a discussion from me and Becca about, you know, 
what does that mean? Is it just like dragging its like organs around or is it like, anyway. So the email we've received goes thusly and it's coming from Sharona. Yep, like the song. They've wrote that. But also, now we all know, as in my Sharona. What the fuck was that, Kev? Anyway, Sharona writes, Hi, Kev. Hi. Just thought I would send a quick email in response to a comment made in the response to the Reddit post in today's episode, last week's episode. Someone mentioned a woman's head with long hair and entrails. A great debate, TM, ensued. And actually, as much as I hate to say it, Becca was right. They did mean just a head with internal organs attached at the neck because Asian folklore is terrifying and doesn't have to make a lick of sense. Fair enough. For further reference, check out... Uh-oh, I'm going to have to... Forgive my um, pr- pronunciation of these words. Okay. For further reference, check out the Krasu, K-R-A-S-U-E, the Kuyang, K-U-Y-A-N-G, or the Pengal, P, uh, Penengal, P-E-N-A-N-G-G-A-L. All examples of that particular Southeastern Asian horror. I figured since I had to be aware of them, you should be too. Sending love to you, Tobacco, and the neighbor's cat from central Pennsylvania. Sharona, yep, like the song. Is this the George Formby version, Kevin? Honestly. Anyway, thank you so much, Sharona. I appreciate you getting in touch to give us some valid information. We all like to learn. And I hope you all made notes of those spellings too, because I, for one, will be doing a quick search of them so I can find heads with entrails. And then hope the FBI, CIA, or whatever equivalent we have here in the UK don't come a-knocking and looking for my search history. Anyway, without further ado, let's head over to that dark, dingy and lovely place where Becca resides. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Okay, so here we are once more in the corner which is owned by the one and only Becca. Hello. Hello. A bit of a rare one, this one, isn't it? Because because of time scales and you working and you now having a job like a normal. I know, the cheek. I know. um, We have to do things at different times. So this is currently... We're currently recording this is Sunday evening, 10.32pm. I know, nearly past my bedtime. It is, you're literally ready for bed. You were almost ready to go to bed and I was, oh, we haven't unread a corner and I could see your face drop. <laughs> I was like, are you okay to do it now? And she was like, yes. You were like, what time have you got to start in the morning? I was like, early, I have to start at normal working time tomorrow. Yeah. We'll have to do it now. We'll have to do it now. Um, we've also bought the neighbour's cat a new scratching post chaise lounge haven't we yeah made out of that corrugated cardboard that she likes to scratch yeah. so we've just been trying to tempt her over onto it and she took to it I'm going to move some of the dreamies that have fell onto it because I don't think she'd like to sleep where she eats mm-hmm. but um, yeah, hopefully she will uh, fingers crossed yeah I know she yeah. loved the first one she loved the first one yeah she uh, she didn't take to the second one it's no, weird no she didn't take to the second one at all um, but we're hoping she's going to take to this one yeah so that fills us in with cat news. So I don't think we'll bother with any Reddit Corner today. I think we'll just do cat news. <laughs> um, have you got any other news that you do want to share? About cats? No, it doesn't have to be about cats. I've got a tattoo. I've got a tattoo this week. You do, yeah. Um, Memento. Very, very nice optimistic tattoo, isn't it? Yes. Memento Mori. It was funny. I was explaining to my dad today that I got a tattoo. Um, because I haven't spoke to him for a while. On the phone. So I've like, got a tattoo. He went, oh, yeah. 
and my dad's 75, so like, you know. He pulls no punches. <clears throat> He's like, what did you get? I said, I got Memento Mori. So clearly I haven't finished by the cadence in my voice. Mm. Memento Mori going down my arm. He went, oh, what does that mean? I went, remember, you will die. And he was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Course, yeah. And I went, no, no, no. Then it says carpe diem going through that word, like a crucifix. I said, which means seize the day. I said, so the message is, remember, you will die. You're not immortal, so therefore make the most of your time that you've got. And he was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And quickly moved on. Because I tell, he didn't approve. He didn't approve. He didn't approve when my sister got an Everton tattoo on her hip. But anyway. Was it on the hip? I thought it was on the lower back. No, it's on the hip. Yeah. It's literally there. I mean, to be fair, now knowing how painful tattoos can be. Mm. I mean, I know people go, mm, they don't even hurt. They fucking do it. You just have to put <laughs> yourself mentally somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but to have one on your hip bone. Mm. Oh, God. Anyway, we're here to talk about the paranormal. Don't forget about aftercare with that. I think you are the type to lapse on aftercare. I've been quite good, actually. You've got to put cocoa butter or coconut butter on it. Yeah. But not too often because it'll remove the ink, right. apparently. So I'm doing it twice a day. Um, how, how much would you be doing it if it wasn't too often? Well, no, he said twice a day, quite likely. Right. Okay. Um, which is what I'm doing. So when I get out of the shower, I'm doing it. And just before bed, I'm doing it. Okay. And it seems to be doing okay. Good. But I wore a fluffy... I mean, this isn't paranormal. Nor Reddit Corner. This isn't speak for Reddit Corner. But I wore a fluffyish sort of jumper the other day mm. when we went out to that wine tasting thing. And um, when I took it off, the tattoo was fairy. Mm. All the words were fairy. Uh, and I was yeah, like, oh my, freak? I freaked the fuck you out. Like, I ruined it, I ruined it. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I got a wet paper towel, wipe my arm, and it was fine. Imagine was just like, having a fairy arm. And I, I was like, this time. is it, this is it, man. <laughs> I'm going to shave my fucking tattoo daily. <laughs> anyway. Um, thankfully, I don't have to shave my tattoo daily. But... Here we go. It's time for Becca's. Do you want to welcome us? It's up to you. You, you can be ignorant and just. <laughs> well, I'm waiting to get a word in. Oh, sorry. So you found us. Yeah, you've I'm, got a story. I don't press record unless I've got a story. Well, why aren't you giving it to me? Well, you don't need it, do you? You, you haven't welcomed us. Welcome me, and I'll give you a gift. No, give me the story, and then I'll welcome you because I'll be ready then. Well, this is a weird standoff. I don't it? start doing the welcome until I'm ready to go. Right, okay, there you go. There's the there's Thank you. today's story. Thank you. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you. The title of this story, you see how I needed it with me because I go straight into the title? Yes, I I, I understand. The title of this story is My First Encounter, 1987. Let's begin. Let's begin. Just before you begin, um, I done a Patreon ramble the other day, which was 48 minutes long, because it was on one. Mm. And um, one of our Patreons, Ivana, commented to say there was a raspy voice or a rasp um, in between. I haven't yet listened, so... Mm. But between... She, she's mentioned the time spots so we're going to have to have a listen. Mm. But it was only me in the kitchen. She said there was a rasp. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, speaking of listeners. Yeah. We've got a listener who listens to Becca's Reddit Corner and I can't... I'm not going to say the, the guy's name, but... Jesus, mate, would you be that quick in my grave? He's literally can't. Oh, Kevin, uh, Becca's going back. Can I make a suggestion while she's working that if you can't do Reddit Corner, you do this? Bloody hell, you oh, yeah. didn't want to. Died right in there. How keen are you to get rid of me? Uh, do, do, do you know a nice girl from the village as well for Kevin in case this doesn't work out? <laughs> <laughs> really very quick off the mark there. No, all she, all she said, and it was a fucking good comment, was if she's not available to do... Um, Becca's Red Corner. No one suggested that. 
I've mentioned it. I've implied it, being that you you working and you could be here or there or everywhere. Well, I was always doing it previously when I worked. You wasn't. You were trying from Saudi and it wasn't working. Anyway, but his it, it only thing was when you can't do it, do weak and weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad he's got but suggestions hysterical. lined up. No, what is funny about it? He says, do do weak in, weak in weird, right? Which yeah. had its own jingle, had its own everything. Yeah. And somebody underneath said, um, I always thought that was called weekend weird. And somebody underneath that spot, I always thought it was called Weekend Weird. So then I commented, well, therefore, by decree, if I do have to bring it back on some rare occasions, it will be called Weekend Weird. Oh, well, I'm glad you've all got a nice little plan. So we've got a plan <laughs> for when you go. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about oh, it. It's all taken care of. Me and the guys know what we're doing. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, and there's a lovely girl who works in the bank, Kevin, <laughs> just in case things don't work out. <laughs> Honestly, that's right here. She's got a voice to radio. <laughs> right. Why is she Welsh as well? Mama's getting angry about that. I don't know what, what a weird part of that's to take umbrage to. I know. I like the Welsh. Anyway, carry on. Before this gets out of hand. Let's begin. Let's begin. A reminder of the title. My First Encounter, 1987. I've had plenty of paranormal experiences throughout my life. I haven't talked publicly about my experiences because a thing that followed me told me not to. Fucking hell. Plus, people who hear my stories think I'm crazy. I always struggle. I mean, I've done it myself, but I Is it more the latter? Yeah, but I mean, no, no, no. Hey, don't say that. But I, 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 what, no, I meant that as a reason that they hadn't talked about their experiences. Yeah, but I know, but you know when somebody says, I've been told never to share this, and they share it, but mm. that's what that guy said to me who kidnapped me from the cafe to back. <laughs> never share this with anyone in case it gets passed on. I was like, okay. And, and I went did. on Jim, Ar- Jim Arrell's show and was like, so then Jim basically got kidnapped. Um, anyway, crack on. May I continue? Yes. This is my first encounter with a ghost. I live in the second biggest city in my state. However, when I was a kid, it was just developing. I was in kindergarten when my mum and I moved into a trailer park that had just popped up. It was just her and I. She worked third in oncology at the hospital. So many nights I stayed with my cousins and only slept at home on her nights off. I had bunk beds even though I was an only child. I was afraid of the dark, so I would sleep on the bottom bunk so I could reach the light switch quicker. I would see faces in the patterns in the wood panelling and didn't know it was my brain tricking me. This night, I remember I went to bed in the top bunk. My mum tucked me in, which rarely ever happened, and gave me my stuffy. It was a gizmo from Gremlin's stuffy. I loved that stuffy. Just to pause you there, just to prove a point. What time is it now? 20 to 11. At night. Yeah. We're recording. Yeah. She what? always goes at this time. It's, she fucking goes when we record. She goes at this time of night. Kitten's using a litter, basically. But anyway. She goes at this time of night. Leave it, leave it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm you not. know what? She uses the bathroom when she wants to use the bathroom. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying it's coincidental, isn't it? It's like I could, if we talk. Anyway. We'll have this chat off air, but I, I, I'm going to test a, I'm going to test a theory out maybe with Patreons that if I press record on this, she goes to the toilet. It might be like a remote control. Go for poop. (laughs) May I continue? Yes, please do. I love that stuffy. (laughs) (laughs) What? It was just such a good first line to start with. I forgot what we were talking about. I love that stuffy. (laughs) Do you know this is not a ramble? This is Becca's Reddit Corner. Could you pipe down? I know. You're going to be asked to leave in a minute. I know. I love that stuffy. (laughs) But when I woke up in the middle of the night, it was gone. I thought maybe I forgot it, so I ventured to the living room to recover my lost gizmo. 
I left my bedroom and turned right to go down the hallway to the living room. When I reached the entrance, I dropped to the floor in terror. There was a large armchair that was near me that I hid behind, and I peeked my head out around the chair to confirm what I was seeing. There was a figure in the kitchen. Oh. It, shut up. <laughs> We've had enough out of you. I said, ooh. It was just standing there, or more like floating there. It had no legs. They were gone below the thighs. And her arms, they were gone too. She looked like her arms had been amputated just above the elbows. Her head was gone as well, to just leave a flap of a neck. You... Fork. Oh, wait there. That... But he's... I'm trying to build the here. Yeah, I know, but he starts with the opening gambit of, and there was a figure. There wasn't. There wasn't a figure. It's got no head, no arms or legs. There was a blob. So you wouldn't recognise a human body without a head, arms or legs? Because that sounds more like a you problem. It sounds like that ghost story as a kid about someone eating jelly babies behind a curtain. You've got your head, your body and your legs. You may ask yourself how I know it was female. Well, she was naked and I could see her breasts and groin. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. She was so pale and she just stayed there in the corner of the kitchen. I felt such sorrow and fear that I started to cry, weep uncontrollably, and army crawled my way back to bed. How old is he? I hid in the bottom bunk until I passed out. Will you pipe down? Fucking wondering how army crawl. We're not going to get to the end of the story with you piping up. Can you save your comments for the end, please? I hid in the bottom bunk until I passed out. When I woke up the next day, I was still on the bottom bunk. However, I had gizmo. He had a stuffy. Swear to God. It happens often when you're young and you wake up. (laughs) You're going to have to leave. Uh, sorry, it's half ten. Shut up. Exactly, do we want to do this? Are we ever oh, yeah, going to go get to bed before midnight? You need to pipe down. Go on, sorry. I was still on the bottom bunk, however, I had gizmo. Then I went out to greet my mum, who was cooking breakfast. She greeted me with the usual good morning as she made coffee, and I replied, that's where she was last night. My mum immediately asked who. I simply replied, the ghost. She dropped everything and immediately inquired about my experience. As it turned out, when she got up in the morning, the front door was wide open. I told this story to a long-time friend and tattoo artist of mine while getting ink once. He asked me what my mum would say when I asked about this story. I told him she could confirm it and had him call her on the spot. He asked, she confirmed, and then the power went out in the building immediately. Could be coincidence. I was visited later by the thing and it specifically told me not to tell anyone. It's been 20 years. Is that it? Yeah. Right, okay. My question is, how did the headless thing tell him not to tell anyone? Yeah, how did it also open a door with no arms? And here's another one. From recently, having a tattoo and talking about ghosts with the tattoo artist. Mm. If I have told him a ghost story, if he turned around to me and said... And what would your dad say if a rungerman asked? <laughs> I'd say, what? And if he then said I'm going to ring him and, and clarify? No, I don't think he said, if. If I asked it, he just said, oh, what does your mum say when you like when you mention this story? And he says, yeah, yeah, like she remembers it. Well, why and then, you, why and he... then he says, and had him call her on the spot. So that was the poster's suggestion. Oh, so it's like, I've told my tattooist this ghost story. He said, oh, what does your dad make of it? And I'm, ring him. Yeah, 
Yeah. Is my mobile ringing? Yeah, yeah, he remembers it. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll tell you all about it. Yeah, ringing me all like. If I was that tattooist, I'd be like, oh yeah, um, it's, how did he introduce himself? Well, if it's a long time friend, he probably knows him. Hmm, fair enough. Hey, Mr. Jenkins, it's Bob, just tattooing Jeff, and um, he reckons there was a blob that had breasts and a groin. I mean, it's past the watershed here anyway, so uh, what, what, what make thee of that? The door was open, was it? Ooh, weird. Thanks, bye. back to my tattooing. So someone said, sad, was it a murder victim, I wonder? And the posters put, that's what I always thought, especially since the city is named after a general that led a campaign against and slaughtered many Native Americans in the area. Which is horrendous. The city's named after him? Change that fucking name? Then. I know. Uh, someone said, do you think the ghost gave you your stuffy back? And the poster said, yes, actually, something did. Very now, good. I mean, just looking on this, if they're, I'm not being funny, if they're in the top bunk and the stuffy goes missing, Stuffies. the most logical place is the bottom bunk, isn't it? It's obviously just fallen down. I yeah, think that yeah. I feel like that's like a real, like mystery, yeah. solved. So was he acknowledged um, there that um, the ghost gave him a stuffy? Yeah, he said yes. Actually, something did. Well, so, well, I suppose you know, a naked woman, even with so a naked woman without an arm, head, arms, or legs, gave him a stuffy. Back, yeah. Um. Someone else has said, kind of sad to think what might have happened. Yeah. Do you think more like ghost, as said in the comments, or demonic? Coming back to so coming back to tell you not to let anyone know seems a bit of a strange thing to come back for. I've had experiences myself; they don't necessarily make sense, so this could be for any reason. So the poster's replied to this, right? It says, "I think it was two different things: the thing that I saw and the thing that followed me. The thing that followed me was a demon. I think it was always there." First being nice, like bringing my gizmo to me while I was sleeping. Stuffy. Then, it attacks me. But those are other stories. I had seen shadow figures before this. I just didn't know what they were until I was older. I was roomed with old furniture my great-grandparents bought over from Germany during World War I or shortly after. It wasn't until I got my own place that it revealed itself to me. And wouldn't you know, when it manifested, it came out of the old dresser that was always in my room. And when it crawled out, it came straight up to me, leaned in close to my face, and said, I told you not to fucking tell people about me. Well, now that... All right. All jokes about Stuffy (laughs) and you not getting onto the fact I meant Stuffy aside. um, That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Did you not realise I meant Stuffy when I was like, so... I was blocking you out, to be honest. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I I do that to me, too. Um... (laughs) But that's fucking terrifying. That last part's terrifying. Yeah, crawling out of the dresser. Stay with that. Don't tell us about the blob woman, nor the tattooist. Stay with that. In a... Well, it said not to. Fair enough. But maybe it thinks if it doesn't make it like a top line post, just a comment within, yeah, it'd be yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah. Like the, like... It would get lost in translation. Also, I like to think this demon's now in the underworld. Well, <whistles> and someone went, hey, you know, Jeff, you said don't tell anyone. Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry about him. I got out, crawled out the chest and said, don't fucking tell him. Yeah, have you ever heard of Reddit? What? He's done it again. Fucking right. So he'll be still alive. Also, you know what? I'm not being funny. And demons thrown around quite a lot. And we use it for just meaning nefarious spirits. There's a, let's be honest, there's a world of difference between a demon and a nefarious spirit. There's a malevolent, you know, for example... If you're, if you're a, um, let's say if you're something fucking horrific, like, I don't know, a, 
like a child murderer or something, or and you die, and your ghost, that evil spirit of the child murderer, stays around and throws things around and scares the fuck out of people as a ghost. Mm. He's not a demon. Yeah. He's There's a world a of difference. Yeah. No, a demon is, is an infernal creature from hell. Mm-hmm. But this could be a demon. It could be. It, I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it's unlikely. You know, there's there's literally... If it is a demon, tell them to get... Um, oh, I forget the name of the fucking book now. There's basically... You can buy a book, which is from the 1700s, which has got a, a full list of demons in, and he'll spot it. But I doubt he will, because I don't think it is a demon. But who am I? Who am I? I'm just sat here with me stuffy. And... Um, because, you know, these sorts of things turn me on. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own jokes. It's far too late. It's far too late, Becca. For Becca's Reddit coin. Is it? Yeah. It's far too late for your shenanigans. For my shenanigans. Mm. It's true. Anyway, any other comments? No. No. Okay. But it was a, it was half the press, that story, so... Is that half the pre- hot off the press? How hot? Yeah. Well, the story was posted 12 hours ago. But the last comments, the one about the it crawling out of yeah, the old dresser. The, the best part. That was only an hour ago. Really? Mm. Well, that is good. So, in fact, he's probably online, so if you want to ask him something, you probably could. I kind of can't after, you know, everything I've said. After openly mocking, yeah. I'm not mocking. I, I mean, the, the first part's about the... Right. The, the equating, whole... a, equating a lovely childhood toy to an erection, yeah. Wait, Dave, stuffy. I mean, are you saying, after we had that pause and then you, your fe- fe- opening gambit was, I love my stuffy. That was fucking hysterical. It was like opening gambit. It was be getting on with the story. And if you hadn't interrupted at that exact moment, I wouldn't have had to repeat that line. And also, some, somewhere in there was something like, I woke in the, early in the morning and had a stuffy. And there was my stuffy or something like that. And it's just, it, it's very childish, but I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say. But also, I'm, I wasn't mocking, but, I, you know, I do find, like... There was a figure. Don't say there was a figure, and then say it had no head, arms, legs. But it's still a figure, isn't it? No. It, you would recognise the human form. Well, I wouldn't want it in Sabutio. Let's put it that way. What's Sabutio? Like the, the Christ, the, and this is where our decade and age difference <laughs> comes in. Sabutio was flick football figures, and if he had that figure in goal. I'm getting 20 goals scored past me because he's got no fucking arms or legs or the head. What's that got to do with anything? She spent your entire life basing on things on how it would work in Sabutio. <laughs> Ridiculous. You'd be surprised. What a weird thing to jump to. Well, if this was Sabutio, well, it's not. Or table football. Table football's better. What's Actually, table football would work really well with that if you just had a torso. It'd be fine. Why would it? Because you want me to kick the fucking ball? What if you just went a bit lower? On this elongated silence while I try and fathom what she means, we're going to leave it here. I'm sorry, it's half ten. It's not. It's now eleven o'clock. It's far too late. We should do these in the morning. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us, and thank you for welcoming us. Welcome, 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 welcome. What am I trying to say? Welcoming us. Thank you for welcoming us into your dark and decrepit but beautiful and lovely corner. You're welcome. Thank you for joining Reddit Corner with Becca. You're welcome. <laughs> not you. No. <laughs> you are not welcome. Right. The listeners are welcome. Thank you, everybody. You will be banished. I am banished. Tatty, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.